This is Mask Inc. We are here discussing life matters from a Christocentric perspective. What does the kingdom of God say in regards to a particular matter or subject? Today I'm joined in the studio by one of the most uh, exceptional teachers of the of theological studies in the country, Dr. Rok Njolomo. Doctor, welcome to the platform. Thank you. Welcome. <laughs> we'll be uh, discussing the subject of eschatology. Eschatology. And it is going to be the Lord willing, the Lord permitting us, it is going to be a series of uh, of episodes because it's a bit of a broad and intricate subject. Uh, Doc, what does what does eschatology, what does it mean, or what does it entail, in a in a in a nutshell, or how best can someone simply define eschatology? Well, thank you. Um, eschatology uh, is actually a word that is derived from a combination of two Greek words. Okay. The first of which is eschatos. Okay. And eschatos means last. Okay. L-A-S-T. Okay. And then the second word is logos, which is the root word uh, from where logi derives. Okay. And uh, logos uh, actually means study or okay. subject matter mm -hmm. or doctrine or word. Okay. And, and so therefore eschatology is the subject or the word or the doctrine of the last things. So okay. the, these things uh, <clears throat> consist of uh, the second advent of Christ, uh, commonly called the return of Jesus Christ. And, is, um, is this the second coming? Is, is this the one or what? Or... <laughs> yeah, um, this, this is just, this I, I think is the one of the pivotal matters of eschatology. That is the second coming of Jesus Christ. Okay, because right. it is this coming mm -hmm. that is going to bring a paradigm shift, so to say, mm -hmm. in the affairs of the earth. Okay. At that coming, the kingdoms of this world will mm -hmm. cease mm -hmm. to be kingdoms that belong to men and that are administered to by men. All right. Uh, they will then become the kingdoms mm -hmm. of God and of His Son, His Jesus Son. Christ. Okay. All and right. so, from that moment of the second coming, mm -hmm. uh, going forward, the Lord that is the Lord Jesus Christ, will mm -hmm. assume rulership okay. over the earth. All right, I hear you. Yes. Okay, all right. So this is um, the, the book, the bookish definition I have says, well, I, I like because you, <laughs> you mentioned the, that part. Uh, eschatology refers to the conceptions of the last things. Which entail immortality of the soul, rebirth, resurrection, migration of the soul, and the end of time. So these are, uh, <laughs> are all the the yes, facets uh, of. Um... <laughs> uh, that is uh, 
quite a mouthful there. It is. Uh, too it much is. In, a, in, a, in a box. Um, but of course, it is. It is. Uh, we, we, uh, what is concerned with eschatology uh, is not exactly the immortality of the soul. Okay, all right. But the immortality of the body. Of the body, rather. Um, of those that believe. Okay. Because right. when a believer today is a mm -hmm. person who is saved, all right. Jesus Christ is Lord of mm -hmm. his life. Yes, sir. Um, and the Lord is in the believer, and mm -hmm. the believer is in the Lord, mm -hmm. and he is assured he has eternal life, mm -hmm. and he got that eternal life from the moment he got born again. Okay. And so, this believer. Mm -hmm has a final salvation that is eschatological. Mm. And this final salvation is elsewhere described in the scriptures mm -hmm. as the great hope. Okay. It is the hope of the believer, something that we all hope for. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And this salvation is about the resurrection mm -hmm. of the body. Okay. At that point, the body is clothed with immortality. Mm -hmm. The body is... Uh, it, it no longer dies. It no longer dies. It is no longer subject to earthly um, effects. Okay, all right. Decomposition, mm -hmm. fatigue, Disease. diseases, sickness, mm -hmm. etc. Mm -hmm. And it is at that point, at the, at the, when the Lord comes to take the church or the believers, mm -hmm that we are going to receive immortality of the body. So it's not exactly the immortality of the soul. Of the soul. So because even at the, at the present time, mm -hmm. the soul is mm -hmm. immortal. Ah. Uh, the soul. Because I, was, I was now going to ask you, uh, where, where does the soul come in in this matrix of... <laughs> yeah. Of, uh, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yes, actually... Um, uh, generally, we speak of the soul of man. Yes, sir. But more precisely, uh, we speak of the inner man. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because man is um, a creature consisting of three things. Tripartite being. He's a tripartite being. He's body, trion. soul, spirit. There's spirit, mm -hmm. soul, and body. Mm -hmm. And the spirit and soul, mm -hmm. though inseparable, Yes, you can't sir. separate the soul and, and put the soul there and, and mm -hmm. the spirit of men there. Yes, they sir. are inseparable, mm -hmm. but they are distinguishable. Okay. And right. both consist of the inner man. Mm. And this so inner man... In other words, the inner man is made, is made up of the soul and the spirit. Yes. Is that right? Together, yes. Okay, continue, sir. Continue. Yes. And so uh, that inner part of men mm -hmm. does not die. Mm. Yeah, I'm speaking of death here in the general, the way the, 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 the word is generally conceived to mean, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, but, but if we are going to be getting into these details, we'll learn that death mm -hmm. is not just the exhalation of the... Of of the, the of, the, of the inner man, rather, right? Inner man from the from the from the body. Both the spirit and the soul. Yes. At the same time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, we understand death as kind of like being unconscious or getting into a state of uh, uh, unconsciousness, mm -hmm. um, and the body is lifeless. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But uh, 
we are going to learn that death actually has a, a more uh, explained meaning to it. Okay, all right. Actually, death is, in simple terms, death mm -hmm. is separation. Of what? Yeah, separation. For, from what? Separation yes. of what from Separation what? actually entails <laughs> um, a separating from something. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. True, true, true. And so mm -hmm. there are three mm -hmm. types of death. Okay. Uh, when uh, today you are just going, to, I, we are not going to get into into those details, but yes. you are just going to just to uh, highlight yes, uh -huh, uh -huh. in the explanation of what death actually uh, yes, sir, yes, means. Yes, mm -hmm. So um, the first type of death is called spiritual death. Okay. This is the state of a man mm -hmm. who lives his life on earth. Mm -hmm but is separated relationally from mm -hmm. God. From God. And that separatedness mm -hmm. is described as being dead. Being dead. This is what happened to Adam in the garden. Yes, yes. Of course, that's the first death that mm -hmm. that Adam and Eve suffered. Okay. And mm -hmm. in Ephesians chapter 2, for instance, mm -hmm. um, uh, verses 1 mm -hmm. and 2, mm -hmm. uh, Paul says there, and you mm -hmm. who were once Dead, dead in your trespasses, in your trespasses. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. he has quickened in other words he has made, made alive. alive yes sir mm -hmm. so they were not like dead like they were in the cemeteries they were actually living beings mm -hmm. but because they were spiritually separated from god from god because then. of sin yes sir their condition is described as dead is dead i hear you uh, so yeah. that's the, that's spiritual death. That's the first death. That's the first death. The second death. And then the second death is when uh, a physical and breathing human mm -hmm. dies physically. Okay. And they say the person is pronounced dead, mm -hmm. and then the, the the body is taken to the morgue, okay. and then uh, preparations are made for the burial of the corpse. Of the corpse. Yes. So, so the the body is now lifeless. Yes, that is physical death. I hear you. But again, it's separation. The inner man mm -hmm. is separated from the physical from the body, physical or the outward the man. The outward man from so the, from death, the container. <laughs> yes. So death mm -hmm. is what would have happened as a condition in that regard. I hear you. And then the third type of death, yes, sir, is when a um, living person. Mm -hmm who is spiritually separated from mm -hmm. God because of sins, mm -hmm. because he is in his sins. Yes, sir. When that person dies physically, mm -hmm. then he enters into what is called eternal death. Mm. That means he has no more hope of ever getting reconciled with God. Mm. He has died in sin, mm -hmm. and therefore he is forever separated, separated. from God. So that, that death is eternal. I hear you. I hear you. He was not converted at the point and at the time of his death. Of his physical death. Of his physical death, rather. So that is a, a spiritually dead man dies physically. Ah. He gets into eternal death. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be an interesting ride, uh, eschatology. I was, uh, um, I was hearing the other time some people saying that they... At certain uh, theological institutions, they are no longer uh, uh, teaching and studying eschatology. Uh, uh, why is that? I'm just, I'm just taking a bit of a rabbit trail. Oh, yes. Um, I cannot purport to speak on their behalf. Of course, they, they of course. They may have their reasons. Of course. Um, perhaps they think that this subject causes people to be so heavenly-minded 
will be of no earthly good. <laughs> and so let's take this away. Let's concentrate on the now. L lest we lose them. <laughs> yes. Uh, so you see, um, but you, you can't take away eschatology mm -hmm. from uh, the content, the doctrinal content of scripture. I hear you. I because, hear you. because eschatology points to where we are going from, from the now, from this point. Mm -hmm. uh, we are not just living our lives solely for, for the now, yes, sir. for the present. Mm -hmm. the, this, this life that we live now mm -hmm. is but very brief in comparison to the life that is going to be lived after this, after the afterlife, this, the afterlife is what must concern us more. Eternity. Eternity, because a person will either spend his eternity in condemnation, mm -hmm, or he's going to spend eternity in glory. In glory with Christ Jesus. You know the the statement that that you just made, Doc. It reminds me of uh, the psalmist when he says that our lives are like what, like a, a span. You know, and I think, is it the psalmist again who says our lives are like what, like a shadow, like a, mm -hmm. you know, that, that, that passeth away. It's like mm -hmm. in the twinkling of an eye. Um, to, to round up uh, this first episode, Doc, um, when did the last days begin and uh, how long are they going to be? Did, did the last days begin when Jesus died and he rose and he went to heaven? Or did the last days begin when the Holy Spirit came to us, to the church, in Acts chapter 2? Or the last days begin when Jesus was born? Or <laughs> when did the last days begin? That yes. is a very pertinent question. Um, fortunately, mm -hmm. we don't need to do guesswork. I because the scriptures uh, gives us answers to those questions. Okay, talk to me, Doc. Um, <laughs> when did the last days begin? And uh, now, as I try to give an answer to this, mm -hmm. I must also remind us that mm -hmm. um, when we speak of time, yes, sir. Um, to God, mm -hmm. time is inconsequential. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. Because God is timeless. It's timeless. God is always in eternal God. He's an eternal He's God. An eternal. I remember uh, I, I, one of my mentors says God resides out of time. Yes. Mm -hmm. he, mm -hmm. he, he cannot fit into time. He, he transcends <laughs> time. Uh, he is above and outside of mm. time. Time so, cannot contain him. Yeah. Mm. So this is why scripture says elsewhere a thousand mm -hmm. years uh, to him but just one day. one day and mm. one day is like a thousand years mm. whether a thousand days mm. have passed or whether it's just a day that has passed mm. it's, it's of no effect to god mm. who is outside of time mm. i hear you but uh speaking from our standpoint mm -hmm. and i believe i'm going to be answering from this standpoint all right to, to us who are confined within in time, time in time right? yeah in yes. this mm -hmm. time frame mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um I would, I would put forward the fact and the statement that the last days began when the church was born. Okay. All right. On the day of Pentecost. On the day of Pentecost. Okay. Acts chapter 2. Acts chapter 2. Because on that day, mm -hmm. Peter stood up to address 
and to correct the misrepresentation that was happening in the minds of the Jews that had gathered there to mm -hmm. observe the Feast of Pentecost. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. Because when they saw the, these disciples mm -hmm. having been filled with the Holy Spirit and speaking in various tongues, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, they said that these men are drunk with they, wine. They, they must be drunk. They, they must be drunk. And so Peter stood up um, to, to, to give an outlay mm -hmm. to explain what really was taking place. Acts chapter 2. Yes. Allow me, Doc, to read. Um, I'll be reading from the Amplified from, from, from the 12th verse. Let's just jump there. Yes, yes. And all were beside themselves with amazement and were puzzled and bewildered, saying one to another, What can this mean? Um, Go on. Verse 13. But others made a joke of it and derisively said, They are simply drunk and full of sweet, intoxicating wine. Mm -hmm. But Peter, standing with the eleven, raised his voice and addressed them, You Jews and all you residents of Jerusalem, let this be explained to you so that you know and understand. Listen closely to what I have to say. For these men are not drunk, as you imagine, for it is only the third hour of the day, which would be about around 9 a.m. Yes. But instead, this is the beginning of what was spoken through the prophet Joel, saying, and it shall come to pass in the last days. Yes. It shall come to pass in the last days, mm -hmm. saith God, I will pour out of my spirit upon mm -hmm. all flesh. Mm -hmm. So Peter is making reference to the prophecy of Joel that is recorded in Joel 2, chapter 2, mm -hmm. 28 mm -hmm. to 31. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. um, and then Peter, taking on this prophecy, mm -hmm. addresses his audience mm -hmm. and says, this, what you're seeing here is what Joel prophesied about. Mm -hmm. That in the last days, I will pour of my spirit upon all flesh. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. Peter is making a recognition mm -hmm. of the day of Pentecost when the spirit of God mm -hmm. fell mm -hmm. and filled these disciples mm -hmm. and is recognizing that specific time mm -hmm. as the beginning of the last, of days. The last days. Mm -hmm. So the day of Pentecost, that's when the church was born. Mm -hmm. So the church was born in the last days, in, in the, the beginnings la, in of, the the beginning last days. of the last days. And um, in, in fact, uh, when you look at this whole thing dispensationally, okay. you, we are going also to realize that uh, the church was born in the last days mm -hmm. because there are six dispensations of men. Okay. Of these six, the dispensation of the church is the sixth. Okay. And after this, then the Lord is going to come to this earth and mm -hmm. assume rulership. Mm -hmm. He's going to reign over the earth and mm -hmm. the kingdoms of this world will become his kingdom. His kingdom. So, so Doc, to, um, to digress a bit, please give me the first five dispensations. All right. Yes, yes. I will happily do that. The first dispensation... I know later on we are probably going to touch on these more in, yeah, in okay, depth. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The first dispensation is called the dispensation of innocence. Okay. And its duration is from the creation of Adam okay. to that time that Adam and Eve were expelled from the garden mm -hmm. having 
allowed sin to enter into the human race. Okay, that's the first dispensation. The first dispensation. The dispensation of innocence. innocence. Adam okay. and Eve were innocent. That means they lived that, that, that dispensation mm -hmm. without sin. I hear you. I hear you. And so they, it's called the dispensation of innocence. All right. And then um, this was then followed by the dispensation of conscience. Okay. And, and it is reckoned to have begun from the time that Adam and Eve were expelled from the garden okay. to that point in time when the flood of Noah, okay. that is the Noahic flood, yes, sir. Mm -hmm. came, All right. which was a universal flood, the universal flood, according to how I read the scriptures. Okay. Because there are some that argue <laughs> that it was a local flood. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would be an interesting discussion to to look at this whether the flood was local or oh, universal. I hear you. I hear you. And so the dispensation of conscience ended with the Noahic flood. Okay. And then it was followed by the dispensation of human government, which was the third. The third, all right. And this was the dispensation in which God gave to Noah mm -hmm. after exiting from the ark, yes, this other side of the flood. Mm -hmm. God gave to Noah and his sons governmental laws okay. by which they were to live and by. to order their lives on earth. I hear you. I hear and you. so this dispensation is reckoned to have ended at that point in time that God called Abraham. Abraham. Mm. And, and from the time that God, God called Abraham, mm -hmm. we get into the fourth dispensation. Okay. And this is the dispensation of the patriarchs. Right. Um, it is called the patriarchal dispensation. Others okay. call it the dispensation of promise. All right. And this is the dispensation of the patriarchs, Abraham, Abraham Isaac, and Jacob. And, Jacob, yes, sir. and yes, from sir. Jacob, the, the, the Joseph, 12 tribes. And Joseph, who then became governor in Egypt. In Egypt uh -huh. And then the family of Jacob mm -hmm. later on migrated to Egypt yes, sir. in the days of famine. Uh -huh. So the dispensation of the patriarchs ended with what is called uh, the Exodus. Okay, all right. As exposed, we know that the Exodus mm -hmm. is the departure of Israel from yes, Egypt. From but Egypt. the Exodus is the getting in into Egypt. Ah, sorry, spell that? E-I-S-O-D-U-S. -E -E <laughs> Initially, I'd heard this if you said Exodus, eh? Exodus. <laughs> Exodus. Exodus the, is the, the entrance. In. Ah, the getting in. The entrance into Egypt. This is the fifth, right? This is the fourth. The fourth, rather. Dispensation. Uh, yeah, so it ended okay. when the family of Jacob, numbering 70 souls, went mm -hmm. into Egypt. All right, all right. And then we have a 400 year gap, actually 430 years. Okay, all right. The first 30 years, Israel was prospering in the land of Goshen in yes, Egypt, sir. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. as long as Joseph was alive. Was alive uh, but mm -hmm. after the death of Joseph, the Bible says they came in a new pharaoh, a new pharaoh who knew not, who knew not mm -hmm. Joseph. Mm -hmm. All that it means is that he disregarded everything that Joseph had done. Mm -hmm. He looked down mm -hmm. upon the administration of Joseph. I hear you. And so he initiated the oppression of Israel that mm -hmm. lasted for the next 400 years. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then after that, the exodus occurred when God raised up Moses and mm -hmm. together with Aaron, they mm -hmm. led the departure of Israel from Egypt. From Egypt. Now this is the exodus. Exodus. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. And so they, then when they went into the wilderness, mm -hmm. they came upon Mount 
or they came to Mount Sinai. Mount Sinai. Mm -hmm. Another name for that is Mount Horeb. Okay. And so God then gave to Israel the law. Okay. Right. And so then a dispensation, the fifth dispensation began. began. And okay. this is called the legal dispensation. dispensation. It is also known as the dispensation of the law. Mm, mm, and mm, it mm. began with the giving of the law on Mount Sinai. Which is, which is basically the Ten Commandments. Actually, the law mm -hmm. uh, is made up of 613 stipulations. Stipulations, yes. And the Ten Commandments are only uh, uh, included. The, they're included in those 613 laws. The Ten Commandments, are they not, in a sense, the backbone of all the other? Or... Well, uh, no, not exactly, okay. all right, not continue, exactly continue, the okay. backbone, but... Um, they are simply part of, they are part of the, the other 618. All right. Uh, all together is just the one law. Okay, all right, all and right. And so the, the, the delineating factor is that God wrote the Ten Commandments mm -hmm. on tablets of stone with yes, his sir. finger. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. And then uh, those tablets of stone were taken and then put inside the box of mm -hmm. the Ark of the, the Covenant. Ark. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. uh, which, was, which was placed in the Holy of Holies mm -hmm. of, the, of the Mosaic Tabernacle. Yes, sir. So... The fifth mm -hmm. dispensation mm -hmm. was the dispensation of the law, of the law. Mm -hmm. which started from uh, the giving of the law, mm -hmm. and it was a long dispensation, mm -hmm. and it is reckoned to have ended with the preaching of John the Baptist, when he appears on the scene mm -hmm. and preaches and says, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand, and he was preaching to Israel, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so mm -hmm. then ended the legal dispensation. dispensation. Okay. Then it was then replaced, or the dispensation that followed after that one mm -hmm. is the ecclesiastical dispensation. This is the dispensation of the church. Of the church. And this is the dispensation we are currently in. Today. Which is the sixth. This is the sixth and last dispensations of men. Mm, I hear you. I hear you. I and hear after you. this dispensation, which mm -hmm. is going to end mm -hmm. with the rapture of the church, when the church uh -huh. is going to be taken up mm -hmm. to meet the Lord Jesus Christ in the air, mm -hmm. and the Lord will take the church to heaven, mm -hmm. then that's the end of the dispensation of mm -hmm. the church. Of the church. And so, <laughs> both dispensationally <Rapture>. speaking, <laughs> Mm -hmm. And uh, also facts from uh, Acts chapter 2 in mm -hmm. the sermon of Peter. Yes, sir. We can safely say that the last days began mm -hmm. on the day of Pentecost, the when, day the of Pentecost when the church was born. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting uh, roller coaster ride, I must say. Uh, but we'll meet on our next episode. This is Mazwink. You have a good life. Thank you, Doc. <laughs>